the only thing worse than a root canal is looking for a job on the internet. Hello everybody, this is Anthony Moore with Career Daily. I am here to put the human back in human resources. Let me be your competitive advantage on the job market. It is dog eat dog out there. Our research companies, new industries, I'll dig around, I'll figure out who some of the hiring leaders are, and I'll post all this information on our exclusive Facebook networking group. You'll also hear amazing interviews from professionals that I'm interviewing all across the country. Some are inspiring. Some are very informative. Some duds. I'll leave the duds out. Stay tuned for today's episode. There is a massive wave of change and disruption coming our way. I'm talking about the disruption in the global supply chain. No one thinks about the supply chain, but we're forced to look at it, right? Because we're running out of toilet paper. We don't have hand sanitizer. Why is that? Well, it's because of the global supply chain. What is the supply chain? Simply put, it's a network between a company and its suppliers to produce or distribute a product to the final buyer. Hello, everybody. This is Anthony Moore with Career Daily. This is the time to think about transitioning into the supply chain industry. I'm talking to people who don't actually have a supply chain background, but are working in a function like sales, marketing, accounting. You want to start looking into supply chain because these companies are going to have a lot of work and a lot of opportunities in the coming months, in the coming years to redesign and redo companies' overall global supply chain strategy. What's wrong with the supply chain? Well, simply put, a very complex product will have thousands of parts, and all of these parts are manufactured from different plants all around the world. And as we know, many of our products are being built in China, or many of the products originate in China. And with the, the global pandemic, those products and parts are not being made. They're not being shipped. So the entire supply chain for that product shuts down. There's been a lot of talk now about pulling supply chains out of China, moving them to Vietnam and other places, and of course, even here to the United States. We're going to start taking a closer look over the next several episodes at companies here in the United States that you can start targeting. As a result of the pandemic, what what effects are we seeing with our current supply chain? Well, you've got drugs, you've got medical devices, you have personal protective equipment, you've got blood supply, food, animal drugs, renewable energy. These are very important in our current economy. I just kind of want to run through these and give you the current state or status of each of these. The FDA is heavily involved and regulated in drugs, of course. There are about 180 different manufacturers of human drugs, and they are required to constantly update the FDA on the status of their global supply chain. Of those 180 different manufacturers, the FDA has identified 20 drugs that are entirely sourced in China. But surprisingly, we're not really seeing a, a disruption in drugs. What we are seeing is a disruption in medical devices. There are 63 manufacturers with 72 facilities in China, and that's where we're seeing the disruption. We've talked earlier in another podcast about the personal protective equipment, the surgical gowns, gloves, masks, and respirators. 3M is a company to watch. Kimberly Clark is another one. We can do a breakdown on them in the future. 
The other one is biologics and blood supply. The FDA is not aware of any cellular or gene therapies that are made in China for the U.S. market. So there's no shortage at this time. So that's good news. No one should worry about that. However, I have heard there is a big demand for blood donors. Food is obviously part of the global supply chain, and there has been a rapid increase in prices for rice, for beans, and for fresh foods. It's happening all over the world. Many countries like Russia and Kazakhstan, etc., they are mobilizing and taking better control of their supply chain and restricting the export of those products, which basically means countries that are exporting rice and beans, those prices are increasing, some, in some cases, sixfold. How that's going to affect us here in the United States, we are going to see a rise in, in food prices. So I know my wife and I, we went to Pike Nurseries and we bought a bunch of seeds and we've been planting a bunch of uh, fruits and vegetables you know, we're a little late to the party. You know, many people already have gardens. So how does a company determine if their supply chain is vulnerable? Well, there's a process called supply chain mapping. So the most common approach is to use the bill of materials and focus on key components. It typically starts with the top five products by revenue, and it goes down to their component suppliers and their suppliers ideally all the way down to raw material suppliers. The goal should be to go down as many tiers as possible because there may be hidden critical suppliers the buying firm is not aware of. And the map should also include any information about which activities are occurring at the primary site and are there alternative sites that the supplier has set up and how long would it take for that supplier to switch to the alternative site and to begin shipping from that site. So if this sounds complicated, it is. And if you think about a car and the thousands and thousands of parts that are required to build a car, you can have one small manufacturer of a nut or a bolt or a spring that can't be produced because the raw material required to make the spring is now unavailable because there are no workers to transform that raw material into another product, which then you use in your process to make the spring. The entire car cannot be produced. It's crazy, right? One small little spring could shut down the entire manufacturing of, say, Kia or Hyundai here in Georgia. We're going to see a renewed emphasis on companies to take better control of their supply chain, to do more supply chain mapping so they understand the risk that is involved in their supply chain. And as a result, more companies are going to start investing either in a supply chain department or working with consulting firms which offer supply chain solutions. So now is an excellent time for you to start identifying and tracking companies that work within global supply chain and supply chain management. And there's a number of companies that I have identified, and I will begin to do episodes on, on those. But one that stands out that does supply chain mapping is called Resolink Corporation. Resolink Corporation. And I'll put a 
a blurb here in the in the show notes in the Facebook group. And I'm going to uh, start going out and attracting professionals from the global supply chain who can come and talk to us, explain to us much more in detail what's happening in the global supply chain, what types of solutions that companies can be putting in place, and you know the resulting job opportunities that we're going to have and the resulting job opportunities we're going to have as a result of this pandemic. Basically, where there's smoke, there's fire, and that means opportunity. We have to look for good in a bad situation. And right now, looking into the global supply chain, I think is a, an excellent opportunity for those of us who are looking for a new job. <laughs>